This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello again, and welcome to Kids Bible Minute. I'm your host, Landon Rowell, and I'm also the local preacher for the Church of Christ here in Ramona, Oklahoma. I want to thank Bible Way Media out of the Ulaga Church of Christ for giving me the opportunity to do this podcast and each of you for studying God's Word with me. I enjoy our studies together and look forward to it each week. As always, I want to make certain you have your Bible with you so that when I mention a Bible verse, you can read that verse for yourself and not just take my word for it. Now, most of the time, I will read that passage mentioned out loud, so it's best if you pause this podcast. When the scripture is mentioned, turn to that verse and read it. Then unpause the podcast and read along with me as I read it out loud. If you are new to our study, first, I want to say thank you for studying with us. And secondly, I want to let you know that you can reach all archived or past episodes easily now at RamonaCofc.com. That's RamonaCofc.com in the podcast section where there is a direct link to Kids Bible Minute past episodes. As we start bringing our latest series of lessons to an end on the life of Christ, we find ourselves examining the resurrection of Christ today. Having taken two podcasts to examine his humiliation, torture, and eventual death, we now turn our attention to what happened three days later, or, as you and I know, what happened on the following first day of the week. In other words, we are going to move our study from the darkest day in human history to the most beautiful day of all. The resurrection of our Lord and Savior is found not only in Matthew 28, but also in Mark 16, Luke 24, and John 20. And I encourage you to read each of those on this account. And from these accounts, we see that everything changed after those three days. How were people taking the news? Some, like Mary Magdalene, James, and Joseph, reported Jesus had risen. Others of Jesus' own disciples doubted him and his resurrection, such as Thomas. The Jewish leadership was hard at work spreading lies that Jesus' disciples had stolen his body and hidden it, Matthew 28, 11 through 13. So as you can see, there was a lot going on on that day. The Jewish leadership was in fact so successful at getting people to believe this lie that his disciples had stolen the body that some still think it is true today. So today, I want us to consider if this really did happen. Can we know Jesus was raised on the first day of the week? To answer that, we must first be sure Jesus did die, as there are some that think he just fainted and then walked away after being in the tomb. Remember, Jesus went through six trials in one day. He was beaten, slapped, flogged, and had a crown of thorns forced into his skull. He was paraded through the streets on the way to Golgotha while carrying a 125-pound upper beam of the cross before he fell under its weight. And then, once he reached the place of the skull, was nailed to that cross. 
he was confirmed dead by the executioners, who even thrust a spear through his side and into his heart to make sure he was dead. And if that wasn't enough, all of this was witnessed by both his disciples and his enemies. Even Pilate verified he was dead. Mark 15:44 through 45. We know Jesus died and didn't just faint. We also know he was buried in the tomb. Remember, a respected member of the Sanhedrin took the body of Jesus and buried it in his family's tomb, Mark 15:43. Even though most people crucified were left to simply rot on the ground by the cross. We know Nicodemus embalmed Jesus' body in the tomb with 75 pounds of spices, John 19:39. Even Jesus' enemies put a large stone in front of the tomb because they were afraid someone might just try and steal the body. This stone, most people agree, weighed roughly about two tons, so it was not small by any means, and even the women wondered at one point how it was going to be removed. Then, on the first day of the week, it is without dispute that Jesus' body that had been in the tomb was no longer in the tomb. The stone that weighed two tons roughly had been rolled away, Mark 16, three through four. And both Jew and Gentile confirmed that Jesus' body was no longer there. Many have tried to suggest, as we said, that Jesus' Jesus's disciples stole the body like the Jewish leadership. So let's examine that for a moment. If this were true, then why would so many witnesses who would have known that he died, had been buried, and had been stolen, lie? It's not like Peter, James, John, Thomas, or any of the other apostles would not be aware of a stolen body. No, they said they saw him, and they were willing to die for that. Also, why would the Pharisees become Christians, Acts 15 and verse 5, if they had not discovered the truth that what they had been told was Jesus' body was stolen, but it was not true? And most importantly, why would Paul, who believed in all good conscience that Jesus was a fraud, that the Christian movement was sinful, and that it should be stopped at all costs, even helping to execute Christians. Then turn around in a matter of a single day and be willing to die for that same movement. Acts 8, 1 through 3, 2 Timothy 4 and verse 7. I'll tell you why. Because as he described in Galatians 1, 11 and 12, no man taught him the gospel. It was God himself who showed Paul the truth. The point is this, if Jesus did not rise from the grave, if there was not a resurrection of Christ, then all of us who believe such are simply pitiful at best because our salvation depends on us knowing beyond a shadow of a doubt that he did rise. In fact, Paul would say in 1 Corinthians 15, verses 12 through 19, Now if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, 
How can some of you say there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain, and your faith is in vain. We are even found to be misrepresenting God, because we testify about God that he raised Christ whom he did not raise if it is true that the dead are not raised for if the dead are not raised not even Christ has been raised and if Christ has not been raised your faith is futile and you are still in your sins then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished if in Christ we have hope in this life only we are of all people most to be pitied. It's simply not good enough to think Jesus might have been raised from the dead, because if we want salvation and to be with God forever, we must study and know he has been raised from the dead, and that he is waiting for us to make that journey home to heaven where he is again after his ascension, which we will discuss next week. Well, that concludes this Bible study for today. As always, I want to thank you for studying God's precious Word with me. And I want to encourage you to continue to study God's Word every day. Be sure to use the wonderful material and other podcasts made available through the Bible Way Media app or website at BibleWayMedia.org. I also personally have a website at Gospel-Preacher.com. Of course, make sure you ask your parents if it's okay by them before you download the app or go to those websites. I also encourage you to contact me personally with any question about the Bible at the Ramona Church of Christ email address, which is RamonaCofc at gmail.com. That's RamonaCofc at gmail.com or through our Facebook page or any other social media outlet. Make sure you message the Ramona Church of Christ in Oklahoma, not California. Until we have an opportunity to meet again, peace be with you in Christ Jesus, our Lord. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.